Science Haters Cultivators. Hello. Welcome to Podcasting is Forbidden in the Cloud Recesses, the only lesbian-hosted podcast about Antichrist Master. Holy shit. I'm Roy and I'm alone, nobody care mo. Nobody care mo. <laughs> and uh, I'm Fallon, a.k.a. Mo Village's most dangerous homosexual. <laughs> That's true. Put put the mo in homosexual. Wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is so true. It's real. We're back at it, fam. Hello, family. Took a week off, but we're back and we're powerful. We've got our shit worked out worked for the out, most part. Basically. Uh, it took it took a little bit of time to get to this episode in particular because I had a couple of stupid life things that got in the way that I didn't anticipate getting in the way, but that's okay. You know, that's through it. That's media for you. It's media. It's media. But yeah, we took a little week off because we needed to just kind of have a breather before we got into Mr. Novel Town, yes. you know, and um, stuff happened a little bit. Yeah. yeah well, we were uh, taking our little break. I think, like, was it, like, the day after we recorded the last episode that they announced the movies, the Untamed movies that are going to happen? Yes. It was, like, the morning after I woke up and it was everywhere and people were yelling. And I I yelled. I am fucking ready for the Nye Brothers movie. I want to see Baby Them. I want to see the Baby Them. I want to see Baby Them so bad. I want to see Mustacheless Nye <laughs> enjoy. There had to be some point where he did not have the mustache. He was just a there little baby boy. There had to be some fucking point. At some point or another, he had no mustache and he was a baby boy. I need to see the baby. I need to see the baby. And that's just how it is. Yeah, so I'm excited about that. Yeah. Um... Audio drama just ended yesterday. Yep. So thank you so much to everybody who put their effort into that. It's a great piece of work. I have yet to dive into it, but like many other people, I have heard apparently illegal excerpts (laughs) on the internet. And I've heard nothing but good things. Nothing but good things. It is apparently the closest adaptation of Modazushi that you will find out there. So if you... Are down to find the subtitles somewhere online, and you want to pay a little bit of money to support these people and their work? Then yeah, go get on it. Get that, get that VPN. Get that uh, whatever the fuck it is. WeChat the money or whatever. Yeah, all that good crap. Weepy, weepy, weepy. But yeah, uh, in other MXTX news, like the Heaven Official's Blessing Monhua came out, everybody's yelling. Yeah, because the art's super beautiful. It is very good art. You'll love to see it. So apparently Dong was coming, so that's cool. Lots of stuff. Lots of stuff in the world. Lots of stuff still Moshan Chanshu's little universe. Still pouring one out for the MIA scum villain Monhua. <laughs> oh yeah, the trailer, the extended trailer for that came out that weekend too. Yeah, I knew there was another thing. It, <laughs> it okay. <laughs> I want to say that it looks really good because I love Scum Villain. As many know, I fucking love Scum Villain. Okay, that's my my number two in my heart. Uh, they focus less on like the action animation parts. And poured most of their money into the character animation. 
Um, it looks a lot better in this trailer than it did in the first trailer, where yeah. they were just kind of standing, and they very much look like PS2 models. Uh-huh. Absolutely. They, they finally popped out of the microwave. They're out of the microwave. <laughs> Shizun is out there giving us serving face. Absolutely. 100%. <laughs> Um, I'm excited for it. Still don't really know when it's coming out, but that could be just a failure on my part to, like, understand. No, I think, I don't think they've announced anything. I think it, like, just just got greenlit. Yeah, they just, like, dropped a little trailer. Yeah, they just said, hey, here's, here's this. Get forward to it it happening at some point. Yeah, it's coming. Fuck if we know when, but. So I will definitely be tuning in for that. I think everybody else should be tuning in for it as well, because Scum Villain, uh, as the kids say, it does whip. It does whip. Uh, and but you love it mightily. You love it mightily, but today, today we are going back to the, the basics. We're today, going... folks. Yes. Folks, today. Well, I will say that it's not necessarily the roots. Scum villain novel. That's true. Is definitely choosing get iPad is definitely yeah. the roots. Subscribe um, to us on Patreon for one dollar a month. You can get Scum villain get iPad. You can listen to or, us. Not that's that's, that's not the title of it. It's she's in get iPad. She's in get iPad because I know the name of my own podcast. You know it. Smart. Smart. <laughs> yeah, one dollar a month on Patreon. You get to listen to us talk about Scum Villain once a month. Yeah. Pretty sexy. We'll be recording episode two of that next weekend. Yes, it will be very good. Be good to do. But we are we are going back to the basics a little bit here. We are going back to an original Moshang Tongshu novel. Her second. The Moshang Tongshu Expanded Universe. The Grand Master of Demonic Cultivation. <laughs> the Grandma of Demonic Cultivation. The Grandpappy. Grandpeepop. Grandpappy. Uh, and as a review that I translated from Chinese into English via Google Translate from a page full of reviews of the Donghua Season 1 says... Uh, this book is written by his homosexuals himself. You know? Yeah, you know, that's that's really fair. I think that's really fair. God's own homosexual. If that's not an apt description of weighing, I don't know what is. I don't know what to tell you. I really don't know what is. So, uh, we, today we uh, are going to be taking a look at chapters one through five. One through five, one of those chapters is a prologue. yeah. Which is included in the numbered chapters for a reason. Yes. That I definitely know and understand fully and completely. Uh, and It makes sense to the person with a terminal creative writing degree. It makes sense to me. It makes you perfect know? sense to everybody here online. It's gorgeous. It And so this book is structured in little mini arcs yeah. that so. are comprised of... A couple to several parts. Yeah. So uh, today we're looking at chapter one, prologue, chapter two, reincarnation, and chapters three through five, which are called uh, aggression parts one through three. Yep. So that's the little, those are the little arcs that we're looking at. And they mostly cover kind of the same stuff that we saw in the first episode of the Donghua. Yeah, but they kind of play out a little different. So we're gonna be what we're gonna be doing is we're gonna kind of do some little summaries real quick just to wrap up what you know what happens here, mm-hmm. jog everybody's memory, uh, and then um, and then we're just gonna talk about them. Yeah, just gonna have a little sit down and have a little chit chat book club time. Oh yeah, the absolutely fun, fun and good. Uh, so I have 
some little summaries written if you want me to. Do, do you think we should go one at a time, or do you think we should go all at once? Um, let's go one at a time so right. we can just keep it fresh in our and everybody else's mind. Yeah, keep, keep it French. Keep it French. So, uh, chapter one is mostly just disembodied voices of the public spreading theories and rumors about Wei Wuxian and how he died and, like, talking crap, um, yeah. spreading a lot of misinformation and theories. It's, it's game theories. Yeah, it's It's like theories. a Reddit thread. It's just people going, uh, D-A-E think that Wei Wuxian was killed by his shitty, uh, <laughs> basically... <laughs> The fucking opening line of this novel is so good. Yeah. Good news! Wei Wuxian is dead! Good, good news, you know, everyone! I don't know. I mean, I made a note of that. It's fun. <laughs> it's just like, this novel and its adaptations, like, for the most part, it's interesting because it starts by spoiling itself. Yeah. Like, the main character, they dead. He's dead. The, the way it's framed, though, makes it so that even though we already know what happened and how it came to happen, what we're interested in now from the get-go is seeing the story unfold. Yeah. Like, getting to see how it came to this point. Yeah. So I think that's kind of cool, the way it was structured. Yeah, and I like, like, I like that it opens with this just all these random, unnamed, undescribed, faceless throngs of people just talking smack, because it just, like... Because that's such a big part of the novel as a whole. Oh, yeah, we love a theme. We love a theme. We love a theme of people being easily swayed by public opinion and talking out of their asses. <laughs> Not being able to tell what is misinformation and what is the truth. Yeah, um, um, I think it's of, very interesting, yeah. Yeah. Um, there's, like, a bunch of shit that I had either forgotten or that I, like, never realized. Same. Which is just gonna be a recurring thing. Speaking of themes... Yeah, um, we love the theme of a forgetful lesbian. We love the theme of dumbass. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, I forgot that it wasn't... Because, like, the when you read the, um, summary of the novel on fucking wherever, mm -hmm. um... It'll, it'll, it says something about how Wei Wuxian was killed by his shitty, and, like, fucking, like, the third paragraph in, they start, the people start arguing about whether or not that's true. So yeah. it's not like, I forgot that it wasn't, like, universally accepted. No, yeah, it's, it's left pretty vague even in the whole novel itself mm -hmm. as to how he actually died. I think that was probably just... A convenient way to get new readers in, being like, oh my god, his shitty killed him. Yeah. You know? I so, I don't know. I think that was probably just convenient for them. Yeah. I like I like to think about, like, I know this isn't how it started, but I like to think about, like, how that rumor came into being in, like, canon verse. Like, right. Like, Jiangshan comes down from the hill, and everybody's like, well, what happened? And he's like, well, he's dead. And everybody's like, so you did it, right? And he's like, sure. Why not? <laughs> he's like, not not making comments at this time. Thank <laughs> you. Please speak to my publicist. <laughs> I have a sword to get onto now. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. I have to be angry for the next 13 years. Yeah. Um, you know, you can't just come to a man in mourning like that. It's just disrespectful. <laughs> and the funny thing about... The, these interactions is that it's mentioned in the text that it only takes a day of Wei Wuxian being dead 
for the vindictive rumor mill to start. I mean, he's Mr. Big Yeeling Bad Boy. Uh, everybody hates him. Everybody knows him. Everybody hates him. Everybody is holding up a sign that says "Fuck be the Yeeling Patriarch." And uh, his ass is huge. His ass is huge. His brain is huge, and so is his meat. But, you know, it's all dead now, so it doesn't fucking matter anymore. His dead, enormous ass. His huge, enormous, deflated bubble butt. Jesus Christ. Once juicy. Once juicy. Oh, no, now torn to shreds. (laughs) An ass once juicy, now an empty grave. (laughs) An ass once juicy, now an empty grave. Uh, The peach uh, destroyed taken down to the seeds from which it was brought. <laughs> uh, rip. Rip. Uh, <clears throat> there's like a bunch of speculation about the fate of his soul or whatever. People are like scared that he's going to come back to life and haunt them and be evil. But he just, he just doesn't come back. Yeah, he just he, he takes he takes a distinct 13 years to not do that. Wasting he, everybody's time. Yeah, wasting every t- everybody's time vibing <laughs> by himself. Vibing in the afterlife. I mean, of course we don't know whether he was vibing or not. It's just, like, he couldn't be summoned. Nobody yeah. could summon him. So, like, what the fuck happened to his soul, right? Yeah. And it's fun that we got to see a little bit of that. Just, like, you know, he was just fucking chilling, bro. He's just chilling. He's just chilling. Completely. He's just, just cooling. Yeah. I have become... I have become. Uh, so, do you want to go to chapter two? Because the first chapter one's the shortest one. Yeah, in the it's, just a, it's just a little poot of a chapter. Just a little poot of a chapter. Uh, so, chapter two, reincarnation. Um, Wei Wushan, who the previously stated dead man of Wei Wushan, yes. uh, wakes up getting his ass kicked by a snotty teen, and he realizes he's in somebody else's body. Um, the teen beating him up. Uh, and getting some servants to ransack his his crap shack is accusing him of being a snitch. And the teen leaves, and Weiwishan assesses his shit and finds, like, a record of the guy whose body he's in now, uh, who is Mo Yu. And that backstory kind of makes up the rest of the chapter. Uh, mm-hmm. And um, so that's pretty much that chapter's summary. He just wakes up getting his ass kicked and then yeah. says, This is me now. Uh, yeah, it's just... It's it's just him, and, you know, it's really disrespectful, like, the fact that Mushan Yu summoned Wei Wushan as a villainous ghoul, he's which, like, one, he's not, he's just so confused, he's like, what the fuck, you got the wrong one. <laughs> I am not but the one. <laughs> on top of that, he also didn't even have the decency to perform the spell correctly. <laughs> like, the complete lack of respect just has me speechless. <laughs> he couldn't hop onto Google. Mushan Yu do not get iPad. Oh, yeah. Most, most of you lack you iPad. iPad. So basically what most of this chapter was focusing on was a lot of stuff that we did not get to see in the Donghua because it was difficult for the Donghua especially to be able to translate Wei Wushan's inner monologue yeah, to which is, the screen, which takes up a fair amount of the novel itself. Yeah, which is just kind of the nature of the beast when Absolutely. you're, when you're, yeah, when you're yeah. Uh, adapting something from a written form into a, you know, a TV or whatever. Um, 100%. But, um, uh, before we get into, like, the bulk of the chapter, which is about how much Mojuan Yu's life sucks ass, yeah. uh, there's, like, some good shit in here. Like, Wei Wushan is still, like, a little bit arrogant. He wakes up and he's like, how fucking dare you kick me in, on the floor of my shithole? 
How fucking dare you? My depression house. <laughs> My depression coop. And My like depression coop. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Mozion, his cousin, who is who looks like um. He looks like mean Buddha in the Donghuang. God, he does. He is described as having, like, a duck-like voice, I think is what it says. So yeah. I'm just picturing this, like, Weasley. He's supposed to be, like, kind of sickly-looking, too. Mm-hmm. So I'm just picturing this fucking rat boy coming in with all these hunky manservants, which are is how they're described yes. verbatim. Servant-like <laughs> hunks. Servant-like hunks. And they're just- it's just a bunch of them coming in and just wrecking his shit for no reason. And, um... Yep. He fucking... <laughs> we were showing, like, as soon as he gets the chance to, like, look at himself and see what he looks like, the first thing he does is make fun of Mojuan Yu's application. Yeah! <laughs> He's like, oh my god, this kid was a total fucking amateur! <laughs> clocked! He literally fucking clocks him. He's it's like, this, gross. this foundation so is not his shade. He hasn't done any swatch tests. He probably got shade matched at a Walgreens. <laughs> So that's disrespectful. And he's just, um, he's very mad about being considered an extremely villainous ghoul. And he's also just fucking covered in wounds. Like he's in the, covered in wounds. Yeah, yeah. He, he is he is scraped all the hell up. Whereas in the Donghua, he's just got th- like three distinct little scratchy scratches. Yeah. Whereas here, he fucking has Slayer carved into his arm. Ah! You ever wake up? Fucking absolutely. He's got it on both sides of his arms, and then on his chest and torso, he's got some you know, cuts his tummy, as well. His little tum-tum. On his little tum-tum. And, and uh... Um, somebody taught Moshuan Yu about journaling. Yeah, somebody did teach <laughs> Moshuan Yu about journaling. I like this being used as an exposition tool, and for us to, you know, be able to get to know what the fuck is actually going on. Yeah. Because, oh, we heard so much about this dude, but now he's in another dude's body. Yeah. And, um, like, in the Donghua, what we get of Mo Yu's backstory is that, um, it was probably extremely shitty. Yep. Um, n- nobody likes him, and, uh, he be fucking, and, or, well, no, I guess he, no, not, not necessarily be fucking, he just be horny. And, um, uh, 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 Crazy. uh, it's like... Wei Wuxian kind of, like, does brain math and is like, oh, I know who my dad is, and it's the terrible man of Jiggis. But here, he gets it all laid out pretty, oh, yeah. pretty, pretty plainly for him. He pulls out, he finds all these scraps of journal paper and reads them, and it has Moshuanyu's convenient life story written on all of them. Yes, very and, convenient. Yeah, so he's he gets to look through it and say, hashtag confirmed, hashtag confirmed, hashtag confirmed. Yes. About a lot of things. Like, I like that we get a lot more information on, uh, not only that, but the process of the sacrifice stuff. Yeah. Uh, of course the book would have more time to expound upon it mm-hmm. uh, compared to the other adaptations but it seems less like an isekai, well, looks like this is just my life now thing, you know. <laughs> uh. Like, I mean, that is kind of how he reacts to it, though. Like, he kind of yeah, says, Jess, I'll live, and then, yeah. <laughs> and then he's just here. But it's also like... He also, he spends a decent amount of time whining and complaining <laughs> about it. Like, I can't believe how much this dude's life sucks. <laughs> God, how could this happen He literally to me? fucking says that. He literally he says, does. how could this happen to me? Jesus. And, um... But, so, Moshe Yu's life story fucking sucks. It definitely fucking sucks. Um... He was, you know, he was the son of the servant girl. 
the servant the girl's son, the, son of, the the servant girl's daughter. Yeah. He was the son of the second daughter. The first daughter was the legitimate daughter, and she's the Madame Mo, and she's an asshole. Uh, and she's in control of it now because, you know, she was the only legitimate child. Grandpa said bye. Grandpa said bye. Yeah, Grandpa did. And so she's the second daughter. They they were just going to pass her off to whoever, but, like, guess who came into town? It fucking they call says him it, a powerful cult, the leader of a powerful local cultivation sect or something, right? Yeah. It fucking says that they wanted to give her away, but an adventure was waiting for her. Yeah. <laughs> the adventure of fucking Jin Guangshan. Yeah, the adventure Terrible. of fucking and being abandoned by Jin Guangshan. <laughs> Which is the adventure everybody who fucks him has. Yep, so that's God. what happened. He moved on to something new. He did hang out for four years. Four entire years. And then when the Mo pussy game. was born, the pussy game was probably ridiculous. The pussy game. But never powerful enough to make him stay. Mm-hmm. Um, so he stuck around for a little bit, but he eventually dipped. It fucking, and, yeah, it says his father never came back again, and then two paragraphs later he comes back. <laughs> God! And then he was like, oh no, yeah, actually it took him back at 14 to start training him for cultivation purposes. Mm-hmm. But, you know, apparently Mo Xuanyu, like, embarrassed himself and got kicked out. So that was a moot point for him. So, you know, he was kind of the family disappointment and everybody beat on him. And one thing that was really fucking interesting to me is that it says, um, when it's when it's talking about him getting kicked out, it's like before Mo Xuanyu inherited his father's position. Yeah. Which is super, like, the, the, the hashtag implications... Like, like, knowing all of this shit that comes after this, and not to get too super spoilery, um, but, like, does that mean he was in line for inheriting the Jin set? Like, would he have been... Like, he, he doesn't have the name yet, but, like, it seems like if that hadn't have happened, it could have been that, like, Jigis maybe favored him more and maybe right. would have legitimized him and then made him like, you know, not the first, not the front runner. Obviously, Gen Z Xuan is going to take that, but like, mm. if anything happened to him, he'd be next in line. Right. Which is super interesting. And like, which is more reason, I think, for some of the shit that happens to him eventually that like, um, he's possibly framed for doing mm-hmm. the shit that he's uh, accused of doing. Yep. Um, you know, don't don't want the don't want the creepy goth gay boy uh, with the shitty makeup to take over the sect. You don't want that. Don't kinda... want him fucking up somebody else's prospects. Yeah, don't want that. You know the optics. The optics. The optics. But of it's it all. but it's fuck. It's super interesting to me. The international implications. The of international. It are very, um... The intercultural intercultivation intersexual implications. I don't know what the word for intersect relations would be. Because intersect is a word already. Yeah. Uh, intersect relations, sure. I have an advanced English degree. Yeah, you do. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so it says that he, so Mojo Yu comes back from the ginsect, and it's almost as if his life was scared out of him, so he, com- he came back haunted. Yeah, he, hashtag haunted, hashtag uh, broken. Boy's haunted. <laughs> Go throw the whole boy out. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, uh, which is where. Hashtag damaged. Hashtag damaged. <laughs> hashtag twisted. Wei Wushan, this is where Wei Wushan is like, ah, yes, the telltale sign of gay, bad makeup. 
bad makeup. <laughs> I also love, I, I will bear, it does stand to mention that it was, it was said that Moshwan used mom choked to death. <laughs> and it's nice to know that it's not only Victorian literature that can come up with ridiculous <laughs> ways for women to die. Choked? She just choked to death, like out of nowhere. She was like, oh, <laughs> and she just died because she was embarrassed and ashamed. You ever have such bad secondhand embarrassment? Wow. It just like closes your windpipe. Yeah. I mean, sometimes, but like it hasn't killed me yet. It's definitely that is what's going to kill me. I'm that's positive. True. If you ever force me to go to a musical, like that's what's going to happen to me. I was going to make you come to Hamilton with me. Well, Woo! Got we both dead. go down together. <laughs> uh, but so he comes back haunted and um, uh, the dead giveaway of him being gay is his bad makeup. And it's yeah. like, so the reason that he got kicked out of the ginsect is that supposedly uh, him, him gay, uh, which is a fact. Yep. Um, fact. Uh, and the, the the allegations against him is that he, he was a sex pest, basically. Yeah. Um, and then he came back haunted, and he's the biggest disappointment in Mo Village. Uh, and he he him he, he got a case of crazies, and that's where he's at now. Yeah, everybody that's hates him. That's where he's him. been for about ten years or so. Totally sucks. You hate to see it. Um, yeah. So, Wei Wuxian has way more time to languish in his new body in the novel and I'm living for it. But um, there's also a part in this section where, like, it's talking about how uh, when Jigis came back to get Mojuanyu, Madame Mo, like, tried to haggle him into a fucking BOGO deal to get Mojuanyu uh, yeah. <laughs> in there. It's like, it's not like buying cabbages. The You're fuck? fucking BOGO boy. God. <laughs> so, but that didn't work because he was like, eh, no, no, Mosey, you are too much of a bitch. Yeah, he's like, no, nah, I got enough on my plate already. Yeah. Um. So, uh, there's like a bit, a little bit, kind of in this area about Mojuan Yu often switched in and out of being a maniac. Yeah. Which like all of this talk about him being hashtag crazy, hashtag damaged, hashtag twisted. Yeah. Is like. What, like, what is the definition of that in this universe? What is a quote-unquote lunatic? They don't they ever it? say. Yeah, what is that? What does that mean? Is it just that, like, I mean, there's a lot of possibilities. Yep. Um, he's got a lot of frantic, very anxious writing. Yeah. Um, where he's venting because somebody taught him journaling, like we said. He might just be like, I don't know. I think the closest that we could come to diagnosing him in a modern-day sense would be maybe... Maybe, like, bipolar depressive? Maybe. Just bipolar, straight up? He, like, like, who knows? Yeah, like, he's definitely, like, I can definitely see him having, like, severe depression, because he, like, he, there's a part somewhere in here where it's talking about how, like, when everybody beats on him and, you know, picks on him, picks on him and everything, he, like, he doesn't fight back ever. No. He just, he just deals with it. He just tolerates it, yeah. Which is, like, a mood... To Definitely. me, <laughs> like, sometimes you just don't, you're just like, you know what, fucking do it. I don't care. Yeah. I can also maybe see him suffering from, like, delusions, maybe. Yeah. Due to, like, PTSD or oh, something. Oh, yeah. Oh, PTSD fucking PTSD huge. PTSD 100%. Like, I have a very, like, I guess this is something that we can re-examine in something like 50 chapters. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I have a hashtag theory 
uh, that um, I, I need to watch The Untamed because I think they either heavily alluded to it or outright confirmed it. Um, but I have a theory about why he came back as hashtag damaged as he did uh, in in particular mm. on top of all of the other shit. Um, but that's pretty much, like, the, the chapter ends with Wei Wuxian going like, dude, the fuck is wrong with you? And, like, just kind of examining his new self in the mirror and going, wow, sucks, bro. Yeah. Sucks to be you. 100% sucks. Sucks to be you, but I'm different. God. <laughs> Rip to me, but I'm different. Rip to me, but I'm different. Here's my thing with it. Here's my thing with it. Uh, so then we go to chapter three, which is the first part of our first little arc. That yeah. We get, the aggression. Aggression. Part one, chapter three. Uh, so summary here. Wei Wuxian explores outside Mojuan Yu's crap, crap shack. Um, some servants come to give him some nasty food, and he overhears them flirting and talking about how it's haunted. So, uh, he goes wandering around and barges in on the Mo family, meeting with a bunch of, uh, cultivator teens from the lawn sect. And, um, they're here to do Ghostbuster shit. Uh, Wei Wuxian makes a scene about Mo Zion stealing his things and, uh, you know, knowing that Madame Mo c- and, you know, nobody can, like, abuse him in front of their guests, he's, like, he makes this big whole scene, he, mm-hmm. he, he keeps accusing him, and he's like, you steal my shit again, I'm gonna chop your hand off, and, um, a lawn boy kind of breaks it up by telling everybody to just, you know, stay out of the courtyard tonight while they work. Um, later on, Wei Wuxian is fucking around, and he sees that the lawn boys are using some tools that he'd invented, and he reflects on that, and, like, bees smug about it. Uh, and uh, he runs into one young man who tells him to fuck, leave for his own safety, and he acts a fool about it, and then we find out that that boy is Lan Jingyi, and uh, Lan Cixue comes up, and he tells him he tells both of them to cool it. Uh, Wei Shan is impressed with what a good boy Cixue is, so he's like, alright. Uh, and then a bunch of servants come out of nowhere making a ruckus and talking about they gotta kill the insane murderer, and that's the chapter. Yep. Uh, so yeah. This one's kind of the first... This is where the shit, the shit starts to pop off, yep. as they say. Um, one of the first things that happens is he, like, he had forgotten how to be hungry. Yeah. <laughs> he forgot he's about like, honey. He gets up and he's, like, stumbling and he's like, what the fuck? Like, I... He's like, what is wrong with this no, shitty body? There's no cultivation cord uh, control in here, so what the fuck is going on? Why can't I control it? And it, he's like, oh, wait, oh, yeah, that whole human hunger thing. Shit. Oh, yeah. I forgot about hungry. <laughs> like, he's just been dead for so long, it doesn't even occur to him anymore. <laughs> And then, and then he gets mad about his resurrection not being badass. He's yeah. like eating this shitty rice. Yeah, that he's the really bring he him. so much time to languish in his new body in the novel, and he just sits uh, there sulking. Yeah, he just fucking sits there sulking after the servants finish like flirting and giving him his food. Yeah, he gets. <laughs> it's just, it's just fucking funny. And then, um. He goes out, he scares the shit out of the uh, the servants, and then he, yeah. he goes he goes making an ass out of himself in front of everybody. Yeah, he gets to be a little bit more of a dick here than in other adaptations. He fucking uh, says, I heard my name! I heard my name. <laughs> yeah, it's probably a credit to Moshan Tongju's good exposition, that it's already pretty emotionally fulfilling to watch him kick a bully down. He just, oh, like, straight yeah. up kicks this dude into the ground, it's great. 
Um, and I, yeah, I just love reading Wei Wushan go hog fucking wild yeah. and fully commit to his role, you he's know? He's committing to the bit. We get to see him really lean into it. He's like, okay, so he's supposed to be he's a lunatic. I'll fucking do it. I don't even have my reputation to worry about anymore. Let's go, baby! <laughs> he just he's I never just give a fuck you. about nobody not liking me. I will walk right by you and fart, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> He's fucking enjoying himself he because that's it. that's all he can really do right now at this yeah. juncture. Madame Mo is like talking about how like one of the people in their household used to be a cultivator, and that's when he comes up going, "Hey, what the fuck is up, gamers? Hello, it's me." And then he sees the lawn boys, and the text fucking literally says that they're looking like a snack. Yeah, <laughs> they look so good. It says they were doubtlessly a treat to the eyes. A whole ass meal of boys. They're like so cute. I just want to pinch their cheek. <laughs> Little baby boys. And um, my next note is just, oh yeah, Mr. Mo exists. Yeah, I always forget about him because it's like... They cut him out of the Donghua. Yeah, 100% cut him out of the Donghua. So like, I don't really know why that was a choice that was made. I think it's because, like, I think cutting out... Because they cut out the girl servant too. Yeah. And I think that's that's a good move because... You don't necessarily need them. It's like, less nothing people really, to animate Exactly. Killing. Yeah, it's, yeah, and it's less people to just kind of manage in general. Like, they don't really do anything. Like, he yeah. he turns into a zombie, but so do other people. Um, she doesn't really do anything. He has, like, one line where uh, yeah. he disparages Mo Yu, and that's pretty much it. Yeah, he's just he just exists to, like, be told to do, be told what to do by his wife, and then be shitty. Yeah. Um, and... So I think it's a smart move and a fairly common move in, mm-hmm. you know, condensing things for, for TV or for a movie to cut out characters or combine yeah. them or whatever. Um, so I think, you know, he's he isn't he isn't necessary. No, not he's at all. some fucker. Um, he's just some guy. He's just some dude. And then Madame Mo just like openly in front of everybody is like, get back inside your abuse cage where we keep you to abuse you. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like, like, hello? Are you hello? sure, bitch? Girl. Um, wait, mm, like, this scene where he's he's making trouble, he says a lot of shit. Yes, he does. Some of it isn't great. No, it's not. Uh, don't, not a big fan of him using Mosho and use gay to insinuate that Mozion should have been scared uh, that he'd do fuck on him. Yeah, well, Mo Shang Tang Shu is a Fujo, so yeah, we can't we can't expect too terribly much. So I mean, you know, no piece of uh, media is going to be yeah. perfect. So there's no ethical consumption under Don May. Capitalism. Capitalism. But that's so that's not great. But then. Uh, then the text says something about, like, he could do whatever he wanted to, whichever way he wanted, which is fucking hell yeah. Yeah, he can just do fucking whatever now. He's back from the dead, Dude, baby. nobody cares. Baby. He's back, baby. It's time to fucking get it. Like, there's no point not to get it. Yeah. You know? You got to get it. You got to do it. You got to pay to play just for Shorty Bang Bang to look your way. Yeah. Um, you got the pain to play. <laughs> Fucking speaking of which, like, there's a part where it goes into Mozion's thoughts, and he's like, "This lunatic is going down tonight," and I went, "It's going down, fade to black street." So yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, he just he just goes outside, and like, I think 
once he goes outside and he has this little exchange with our our two favorite little baby lawn boys. Yes. I think it's very good because I can tell just from them speaking who is who. Yes, definitely. Yeah. They like have very distinct voices. And I think something that lends a little bit of a hand to that is we get a little bit of their POV whenever they talk. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's kind of a not a not a restricted POV or what the mm-hmm. what the fuck ever it's called. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, not limited. It's not it's, a limited POV. Yeah, and it's I like that to like go back to the first chapter for a second. I think that's another thing that I think the prologue does really well mm-hmm. is that you know opening up with all of these different voices just talking whatever um, kind of establishes that we aren't going to be working solely with one point of view. Yes. Yeah, and I think like. Once we get further into the novel, point of view is going to, I feel like, become a big theme. Oh, well, it's not just yeah, because it's not just a mechanic of uh, of of prose. It's not just a craft thing. It's it's <laughs> the genius's it's, tool. It's not just the genius's tool of smart things. It's 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 a thing uh, that you can also uh, have a dialogue about and write yeah. things about, and it's a thing that can affect a person's life and it be like that. It definitely do be like that. Um, which is good. Uh, he also, Wei Wishan also says the line, I still want to find a good man. Yeah, that's, uh, I mean, don't we all? He's just embracing the role. He really is he just thinks, leaning well, the fuck into it. He thinks he's, he thinks he's, com- he thinks he's committing to the bit. But he also he's, doesn't realize how gay he is. Yeah, he's just using it as an excuse for himself at yeah. this point, in my opinion. You know, but, you know, you know, moving right along. Moving. So, um, chapter four, aggression part two. Uh, so Moziwan has been found dead in courtyard. Uh, he'd stolen a phantom attraction flag, which is one of the things that they have out in the array. Uh. Uh, which is the reason that the lawn boys were like, don't go out in the courtyard. Literally the yeah, reason. These things are zombie magnets. Literally zombie, zombie magnets. Zombly. Zombly. And um, uh, so he'd stolen one of those just like he was told not to. Yep. Uh, and uh, the condition of his corpse mean he clearly died from corpse. Uh, but Madame <laughs> Mo makes a scene and blames Mo Xuan Yu. And one of the cuts on Wei Wuxian's arm has healed, so he's like, all right, well, I guess I got revenge on one of these guys. Yep. Um, guess they gotta die. Uh, the lawn boys are, like, too lawn to call her out, so Wei Wuxian steps up and he does it instead, which just makes Madamo angrier. So she gets her husband to, like, get everybody out, but he's acting kind of weird. Uh, he gets kind of shuffled off by some servants, and in uh, kind of a moment when, like, nobody's able to see, he dies too, and another... Wound disappears from Wei Wuxian's arm. Mm-hmm. The lawn boys start to panic because shit's going down. Some real weirds up, uh, and it's kind of above their skill level. It's above their pay grade. Bless so, them. so they decide that they need an adult. So they call for backup. Uh, but it's going to take anybody from the lawn sect at least like an hour to get there. So they're like, "Fuck." Um, meanwhile, Wei Wuxian is just kind of like trying to decide what to do because he doesn't want to throw down with any of the senior lawn disciples and like he doesn't want to run into any of them on the you know in case he remembers them from back when he was in his original hymn. Uh, but he also can't leave until the rest of the Mo family is dead, so he just spends the rest of the chapter being mood emoji. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just chilling. Uh, so 
One of the first things that happens in this chapter is Madame Mo straight up tries to murder Wei Wishan. Yeah, she's got a dagger and she just hits, she tries to hit him with it and it was Jeannie, I believe, who's like, excuse me! Excuse me! Hello! Just about to murder in front of us. In front of God and everybody. She's about to fucking do it and that's that's fun. That was not a thing that was in the Donghua, so like, watching her, she she was fucking ready to do it, bro. Oh yeah. She um, was fully, she had fully convinced herself that Wei Wushan was to blame. Mm-hmm. That excuse me, that Moshuan Yu was to blame yeah. for Wei Wushan, uh, Ziyuan's the, death. Yeah, the 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 Wei Wushan, formerly known as Moshuan Yu, did, was Moshuan keeping one of the flags on him in yes, the Donghua. He, he was. Okay. Yeah, it was like tucked into his robe, so uh, okay. they kept that pretty consistent. But Wei Wushan was a lot more self assured when he took yeah. it out in the Donghua. And this one, he was just kind of like taking a shot in the dark, yeah. and he ended up pulling out the. Attraction flag, mm-hmm. which and he, they is fucking fine. yeah they fucking describe Moziwan as like just kind of a he's just this weird spoiled kid who never gets disciplined yeah and like not to get too real but he kind of reminds me of your cousin <laughs> <laughs> yeah just super weird and entitled yeah and just like never sees consequences for his actions yeah just takes just sees things says he likes them and decides that they're his. Yeah. Uh, wow. Yeah, pretty much. Um, oh man. He's yeah. Um, they keep this. They keep fucking describing the Phantom Attraction flags as black flags, and I'm just like, I mean, black flag good. Black flag is good to me. To me. What would Henry Rollins do? Henry, Henry Rollins would definitely try to attract as many corpses as possible and have a fucking party. Henry Rollins get flying sword. Henry Rollins become cultivator. <laughs> Henry Rollins Songju. <laughs> wow, what a niche thing, huh? <laughs> Henry Rollins <laughs> cultivates to immortality. Sec leader Rollins. Sec leader Rollins. Grand immortal Sec leader Rollins. <laughs> Proud immortal Rollins way. Proud like, immortal <laughs> Rollins way. <laughs> but um, so the uh. But yeah, so Moziwan like went and stole one of these flags because he thought it looked cool. Yeah. Um, he wanted a black flag shirt. Yep. And um, he, quote unquote, was still wanting to square up with Moziwan Yu. Um, so he went out to get revenge, but was an idiot about it. So yeah. he died. Um, and then uh, my next note after this is watch me do this the right way. Talk shit and acts a fool. Yeah. Oh my god. Because <laughs> like, because like. The the lawn boys, Sishui and Jingyi, have been... They're just getting berated by Madame Mo, basically. Which, there was a lot less of that in the Donghuash, so she's she's just basically beating on them. And, like, Wei Sean is like, oh my god, you boys are pussies. Like, I understand, <laughs> because you're lawns, but you're pussies. Yeah, they're just standing there like, I don't know what to say right now. It's like, uh, uh, he's like, he's like, watch me step out. <laughs> and he goes off. Like, um, it's so fucking funny. He's such a fucking savage to Madame Mono. <laughs> like, he saw her berate the lawn babies and his paternal instinct went, Not on my watch! Couldn't, Not on my watch! He said, couldn't be me! Couldn't be me! Oh. And he just goes off on her, and he destroys her with logic and reason. He destroys her for, with logic and reason. But unfortunately, at the end of the day, they still have an evil spirit to take care of. Yeah. And people keep dying. And the main reason that she thinks that uh, he 
did it is because Mosey One's corpse, weirdly, is, like, missing its left arm. Yeah, it is. 100%. It's missing its left arm. And, like, didn't he say that he would cut off a hand? He had definitely said he would cut off a hand. If he stole something else from him? Yeah. So, that's a thing. And so, she's used that one fact to irrevocably cement her conviction that Wei Wushan Moshuan Yu Wei Wushan Yu Yo! Yo! Love that! Uh, is her son's killer, which is just false. It just be wrong. Uh, and um, like in the in the Donghua, like they make her to me at least. I like almost felt sympathetic because she's like crying and she's like holding his corpse and like it's it still fucking sucks to see, even though yeah. she's been horrible and he's been horrible. But here, like, the first thing she does is, like, try to kill Mojuan Yu, which is like, alright, don't yeah. feel sorry for you, you can die at- I don't care. You, can, you can die, bitch, I don't see if I care, yeah. Cannon fodder, bitch. And I think that's- that might have been, uh, I don't know, maybe a censorship thing, maybe them maybe. trying to make her more sympathetic instead of just like, oh, here's a evil character. I don't know, that could just be me, uh, yeah. putting too much thought into it. I don't know. Who knows, but could yeah, in the- in the- Novel, it's definitely her being more aggressive towards him. Mm-hmm. Him just, yeah, and then everything happens pretty quick. Yeah, like, in the novel, we do have slightly more of an ability to take in just how much havoc is being wreaked in the Mo household. Like, yeah. a servant kid is getting choked out by a ghost. Or well, it got chapter, got choked out, or whatever, yeah. but it's, like, in the Don Juan, it's, like, it happens all in the yeah. space of one episode, but, mm-hmm. like, here we have, like, four or five chapters mm-hmm. to be, like, oh, okay. And, yeah, and in, in these chapters, they're, like, having to move back and forth between, like, two separate courtyards, and there's just yeah. shit going on everywhere, uh, and everybody's trying to call for help, and there's just all this shit going on. It's less confusing yeah. to experience in this form, mm-hmm. definitely. It sounds like there's a lot going on, but it's easy to follow, so. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Whereas in, like, the Donghua, it's like, okay, this has happened, it's like, I blink and it's I miss quick. somebody yeah. dying. Yeah, they, but yeah, in the Donghua, they kind of, they go through a lot in two episodes, yeah. and, uh, one of the things that I hear over and over and over again when I get people into it is like, uh, I'm very confused by the first two episodes. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, it does make more sense when you go back and watch them after you've watched the whole rest of the season. Yeah. Uh, but that don't help you when you're first trying to get into it. It surely doesn't. <laughs> I no. watched the first two episodes, like the very first time I watched it, I watched the first two episodes and then it took me like, Days before I was able to be like, fuck, okay, let me see what happened so I can move to episode three. And then episode three starts a 14 episode long flashback, so. Yeah, so you get no answers. Go figure. But, uh. Pretty much. Pretty much, but yeah, uh, it just kind of ends with Wei Wishan being like, oh, fuck. (laughs) I gotta be responsible for this curse. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) and then that's it. Like God, my life sucks. My life is bad. I'm having a bad time. Everything bad happens to me. Time. I don't like oh it. God, it's I can't bad. believe this. My life this. is bad. It's bad. I can't believe this. How could this happen? How? Huh. But anyway. Oh, I thought you were gonna do like really slow. Huh. 
Me? Well, why would I have to do it if you already did it for me? Uh, ah, the geniuses. Well, the geniuses way. The genius. The genius way. <laughs> but, uh, then we go to chapter five. We are moving on to chapter five. Moving clean on to chapter five. So, one of the servants, the same boy servant from chapter three? Uh, yes. Who was, A tongue. Yeah, who was doing some flirting. Uh, he starts choking himself out, and yeah. he breaks his own neck, which you do. Uh, Weyushan starts thinking about what type of ghost this could be, because it's super mad. Uh, some spooky shit happens, Weyushan realizes that all of his cuts are gone, which as far as he knows is wrong, because he should still have at least one left. Uh, and he looks at the dead servant's body and realizes that his left hand is gone too, so he does some brain math, and he figures out that this ghost is fucking with people's arms. Madame shows up, and she's dead, and she has an anchor arm, so Wei Wuxian finally puts, puts it all together, and it's he's like, oh, I got it. This is a dismembered and extremely mad arm that's killing everybody, and it's mad because it's been dismembered, and probably other things too. Oh, yeah. But it's still too powerful for him to uh, like take down by himself, or for the Lawn Juniors to take it down. So uh, he tries to get, he's, he's going to be a resourceful boy, and he's going to try to get some zombies going. Yep. Uh, but the ones he picks are in, like, the main courtyard that he's in, I guess, and they aren't mad enough. Uh, so he's like, well, these are useless. So he goes to the other courtyard, and he makes zombies out of the Mo family. Uh, and he tries to use them to subdue the anchor arm, but they just kind of get their asses kicked. And the the lawn boys are, like, standing off to the side going, this rules, dude. And, um, Wei Wuxian can't really make the zombies go super hard without whistling and outing himself as a necromancy boy. Uh, so he's just kind of like, for a second, he's kind of like, fuck, what am I going to do? And then he is about to say fuck it and just whistle, uh, when somebody comes up and shreds a sick Guchin solo and makes, does a bong and makes the arm freeze up and all the Mo zombies' heads explode and the Lan Juniors go, fuck yeah, Han Guangjun. And Wei Wuxian fucks off back to Moshuan Yu's crap shack, destroys all the evidence that Moshuan Yu did in an illegal ritual, uh, steals a donkey, and rides off into the sunrise. Yeah, he gets the fuck out of there. He says, goodbye. I have, I have, uh, I'm going to tamper with evidence and Bust. bow to head out. Yeah. Bow to head out. I'm busting. <laughs> Uh, and my first note for this chapter is there's an invisible man in invisible bed. So, that's yeah. kind of how it starts. Invisible af- man in invisible bed. Yeah, I ain't afraid of no sleep. Um, I ain't afraid of no sleep. <laughs> I ain't afraid of no ghosts. Uh, this guy, so he, he, he chokes himself out and breaks his own neck. Uh, nobody kind of realizes that it's an arm ghost until they do some fun gender essentialism. Which I don't uh, yeah. appreciate. <laughs> yeah, they, they said something about, like, uh... It's, like, too buff to be a woman's arm. Yeah, of course. Women aren't buff. No, women are not allowed to be buff at all. They're not allowed to be big. Nope. Uh, don't like that, but it's it is... It's gotta be a big, strong, burly man. It's gotta be a big, strong, burly man. This arm does, like... he. This is how he figures out that the arm is just a hermit crab. Yeah. Um, that's just how it works. Oh, God, it really is a hermit crab. I hate that. <laughs> uh, and I forgot that he, like, initially fails at necromancy. Because he tries to use all these zombies, but they're too chill. Yeah, they're just, they're really just vibing too much. They're not, like, really into it. Yeah. Into, like, they're like, I don't anybody. know, man. Like, he was originally going to wreak some serious havoc, because there were, like, several zombies out there. Mm-hmm. So I was assuming, like, six or seven. 
he was about to just go hog fucking wild, but like they really weren't feeling that kind of energy yeah. that night. You know, they were just kind of down That's to not their vibe. sit in the house and drink some gin and watch American Horror Story. Yeah. Like they're not really out to have like a coke fueled EDM club night <laughs> like Wei Wushan is really wanting them to have. Wei Wushan is like, I showed up uh, dressed as the Babadook, but it turned out that the zombies had more of a sitting down adults drinking wine kind of feel. Yeah. <laughs> Wei Wushan is always the one that comes dressed as a Babadook. <laughs> Sexy Babadook. Sexy Babadook. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm fucking talking about. And, um, but this is where we, it is hashtag confirmed that nails just do become stilettos when you die. Yeah! They just instantly grow and sharpen to just exquisite points. Yeah, they'll fuck you up, bro. They'll fuck you up. Um, I just, I love the lawn boys just staring and watching this fight between the zombie arm and all of these other zombies and just, like... Not wanting to say that it rules, but they're obviously thinking this fucking rules, dude. Oh my god, of course they're 15-year-old boys! Of <laughs> course so they good. think it rules! <laughs> that's one of the things that I love so much about this this novel, and just, like, how, like, every adaptation that I've seen so far, it just nails it how, just, how teenagerly every teen is. Yeah! They're yeah. so, they're just so, like, adorably dumb. <laughs> they're so fun and it's like so... they're so fun but they're also capable of having like um very intelligent and deep ideas about big things absolutely i love it because they're in that stage they're in the big brain stage you yeah know? their brains are becoming gradually less smooth gradually less. they're smooth. wrinkling <laughs> they're expanding uh they're traveling to other dimensions um, i just love getting glimpses of these characters' thought processes yeah. in the novel, even if it can be jarring sometimes. Yeah. It's like, oh, we're in Sishoy's head now, I guess. Yeah. So that's it only, fine. Yeah, it kind of only grabbed me a few times, but I'll get to, I think we'll get to why when we kind of do like a little wrap-up. Yeah. We're done with this, but um, can I say uh, what do you rules, dude? We don't, we don't actually even see him, but he just comes in, he says bong, and a bunch of zombies' heads explode. Yeah. He doesn't even need to... We don't even need to see him, but he rules. And I've referred to him as doing bard shit a few times, but really, he's he's just... He's a cleric, and he's using his channel divinity destroy undead with his Gucci as his holy symbol. Yeah! And that's just him, baby. I love cleric boy. I love him. Uh, I also love, um... Wei Wushan, uh... Doing illegal things. Yeah, he's just vibing. He's committing spoliation of evidence. I don't mind stealing the donkeys. <laughs> when he looks at Little Apple, it says that he uh, that Little Apple eyed him sideways as if it was a real person. So it's yeah. not just weird JoJo animal. Art. No, it's not. Like I will note. <laughs> yeah, let's note that MXTX herself does anthropomorphize Little Apple. Yeah. Here. So maybe it's unsettlingly humanized, and the Donghua are kind of valid. Yeah, it's not just it's not just GC May pictures saying D- we don't know how to draw Aminol. It's them saying, "All right, it says right here he has he has man eyes." This donkey's got a human brain inside. <laughs> this donkey's brain is incredibly wrinkled. This donkey, donkey's brain, she's huge. Her mind. Her mind. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Um, but yeah, 
That's the first five chapters. That is. He runs off uh, into the sunrise right as the sun is coming up with his stolen donkey. Yep. And he's off to have adventures. He had to fight that fucking donkey to get out the stable. Well, oh, once, yeah. Once it did. Smooth oh, yeah. sailing. Yeah. Spiritual donkey. Spiritual donkey. Um, but yeah, overall, so we're working with the Exile Rebels translation, obviously, because we're English speakers and it's yes. the only complete translation that exists. Uh-huh. Um, and, like... I don't want to get on them too much because I do think they've done a very good job. And I think much better than a lot of the Chinese novel translations (laughs) I've seen floating out there. And I have tried to read quite a few keyword tried. (laughs) So, and like, I think it's really, really impressive that they managed to do this, especially because like, as far as I know, one of the main translators was like in high school. Wow. Which is fucking Uh. like, I mean, I can't say that I think it's good that a high schooler is reading this. <laughs> yeah, not necessarily. But, like, what are you gonna do? It's pretty admirable, I'll say that. <laughs> I wasn't doing much in high school, I'll tell you what. It's, you know, it's an undertaking. So I can't um, imagine that. But I, did, yeah. I would like to see a professional translation someday, because, like, yes. um, you know, as much as I appreciate the work that they've done and the quality of the work that they've done, there is, like, there are quite a few parts where there's like you can tell this is like written by somebody who's like not to not to be a like not to be a writing snob you know not to show my mfa off but like somebody who uh isn't like you know hasn't hasn't quite honed craft a lot there's quite a few like instances of like passive voice which just sounds really clunky um some, like, dangling participles and modifiers and, like, just syntactic ambiguity that I don't, like, I don't even know if it's on Exiled Rebels or if it's on, like, the structure of Chinese as a language. Yeah, I feel like, to their credit, it's very difficult to translate Chinese, like, 100% mm-hmm. oh, absolutely, to text. Yeah. It's more of a, it's definitely, as far as I can tell, it's more of an interpretive thing. Oh, yeah. It's you know, very, there's a yeah. lot of margin for error. There's a huge margin of error. I yeah, like say. the the characters themselves are like oftentimes very uh, metaphorical. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like it, like a lot of the characters. If you look up like what the radicals are for them, uh, what you know the component parts of them are, it's like on it's like kind of similar to uh, if you're familiar with Kinnings. Which are from like uh, like old not not old English technically but like um, yeah I guess kind of old English where it's like things will be referred to as like compounds of things I guess I don't mm. know how else to describe it I can't because I can't think of any examples of it at the at the moment um, but it's similar to that where things are just described in metaphorical terms right um, but like and that's one of the things that like I'm noticing the more I do these Google translations <laughs> is that like. Um, like, puppy will be translated into, uh, it'll be translated literally into, like, milk dog, which, when you think about it, it makes sense. Well, yeah. It sounds goofy as hell when it's <laughs> translated literally, but it makes sense. It's like, yeah, that's what a puppy is, I guess. It's yeah. a baby dog. Yeah, milk dog. <laughs> um, Pretty accurate. Yeah. Uh, so, but yeah, th- there's just sometimes there'll be things in the text where I, I have to stop for a second and be like, what the fuck? Because like, there'll be some things where I don't know who the dialogue is referring to. Like the dialogue tags are kind of uh, like unclear. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah where I'm like, I don't know too. who the fuck this is supposed to be that's talking. Uh, and, and that can make it kind of difficult to get through sometimes, where I just mm-hmm. kind of have to, like, I have to... Because I have to go back and reread things and make sure I didn't space out and miss anything. Yeah. Which detracts from it a little bit, but, um, you know, it is what it is. It, it exists in the form it's in, and, and it's it's what we have until... We get a professional translation, if we get a professional translation ever. Yeah, you know, it's like you get what you pay for, and where this we're translation gonna to, was free, so... Where we're gonna have to fucking see everybody be referred to as Childa. Childa. Which fucking Jesus. makes my brain fall out. No, I can't do that. I can't, I can't do that at all. I refuse. Um, but yeah, I mean, I feel like the Donghua did a really good job of... And not to keep going back to it, but it's like, you know, we've already been to it, so... Uh, and that was that was our first experience with all of this. Yeah, it was. So it's going back to you know we gotta we gotta you can't you can't not. I know we you, do harken back to it a lot, but I would you say you gotta. That, yeah, I would say that. I mean, at some point it was overtaken by uh, Untamed, but yeah, Donghua is pretty much the most easily accessible mm-hmm. adaptation. Yeah, but I, I think it did a lot of things really well in uh, adapting this for. A visual format. Yeah. Like, we already talked about cutting some characters out. Um, it condensed a lot of stuff. Uh, you know, th- there's some things that it, you know, y- you just kind of can't avoid when you're going from uh, the written word to a visual f- storytelling yeah. format. Which is like, not to bring up the the bad show of Game of Thrones, television's <laughs> Game and Thrones, but... um. Like that's one of the like one of the reasons that you <laughs> people always like to joke about Daenerys just like standing and looking out a window into the middle distance is because so much of her parts are just internal and her thoughts. Yeah. And when you put it into TV form it doesn't translate very well. Yeah. And I would not have liked to see, you know, 15 minutes of Wei Wushan looking around Melvin's crap shack reading notes. That all have to be translated by Guodong subs. <laughs> no, it wouldn't have. Uh, it wouldn't have been. It wouldn't have caught me. Yeah, I think I would have been like, you know what? I got better better shit to do. Yeah, but yeah, we fucking did that. We yeah, hashtag we did that. Did. First five chapters, buddy. First five. One hundred twenty-two more to go. Woo! Ow! So December twenty-six, twenty twenty. Oh, that's for the uh, live readings. Oh shit! Yeah. Wow. Wow. Oh. Whew. We'll get there, folks. Just we'll, hang in there. We'll get there one of these years. Have this adventure with us. Yeah, we're, we're in it for the long haul, baby. Um, uh, next week, uh, we're going to take a look at... Uh, you want to do chapters 6 to 8? Yeah, we can do chapters 6 to 8. Hell yeah. I'm down for that. 100%. It's good. Uh, we're going to meet you, boy. 100 yeah, the man is going to emerge. The man is going to emerge. We're going to glimpse him and see him and respect him and admire him, him and say, I like it. And um, we're going to say, I like it. We are, and you are too. If we say nothing else, we will say, we Pokemon will say, we like it. Um, we like it. So, uh, good shit. Um, would you, Ray, like to do... The Jesse Man McMinute. Let's do the Jesse Man McMinute. Have you got anything that you'd like me to talk about today? I do, actually. You do? Yeah. Let's 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 have a whirl. let's take it for a whirl. So, uh, you know, we're looking at a book now. Yes. 
Um, so just kind of a question, sort of a scenario on my mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can take this in whatever direction you feel. You can do whatever you like, T.I. boys. Uh, here's what I'm going to say. Jesse get book deal? Jesse get book deal? Jesse get book deal. Wow, Jesse get book deal. Yeah, right. you know. Got that timer going. <laughs> Jesse get book deal. Now, I don't know. I think that he definitely has an alter ego as a journalist. That's a huge, pretty much confirmed fan within the community. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know what? I think that if he got a book deal, he would either want to write anonymously about the things that he's experienced, or he would want to do, like, some kind of expose or something. You know, I think that he would, uh really enjoy doing that. I feel like there's a part of him that enjoys just going out and doing research and being getting his hands dirty in the field. Because it harkens a lot to what he does with the whole wet work. Except, you know, he's doing it as a journalist. I feel like he would publish some really good speculative nonfiction journalistic crap. Jesse Blow Whistle. That could be his milia. He could be Jesse Blow Whistle. Jesse Go and The only good military man to exist. You know? And that's the Jesse Mac minute this week. Can you fucking cancel, please? There we go. Uh, thanks for nothing, timer. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Thank you for the Jesse Mc Jesse Ray. We always appreciate it. I mean, it's my duty and my honor. The duty and the honor. The the rhythm and the rhyme. The rhythm and the rhyme. Uh, do you want to do some Google Translate? I got some fun ones. Let's do some Google Translate. So, diving into the novel this week, we kind of didn't really know what to expect. And, Mm. um, uh, Wei Wushan diving into Mo Xuanyu's body also didn't know what to expect. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you come back from the dead, uh, having already reconciled with your own death, which is an interesting philosophical question, to be honest. And then you come back and you're like, alright, what do I do now? You know? Pretty much. But, so he, he comes back and he's a little bit confused. So, uh, I have kind of some some excerpts that just sort of baffled me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> for one reason or another. Uh, so these first two, uh, I've had these ones hanging around for a long time. Right. Uh, so I have no context for them other than I think they were from Chinese. Okay. Uh, I do not remember situations. Uh, I don't remember what they're referring to. I the first one, you. I don't even know who's talking. That's cool. Uh, but we'll figure it out. Yeah. So here's this first one. I feel like these thematically, one way or another, relate to uh, this episode. So uh, let's just why don't we just start with this first one? All right. <laughs> have the ability to hide spicy chicken it's stupid not to hide <laughs> isn't it just i would call someone i like spicy chicken <laughs> spicy chicken spicy chicken hi there spicy chicken hi spicy chicken hi spicy chicken little spicy chicken i like it i think it's cute <laughs> it is cute. i don't know what, what the fuck is going affection. on but i like i like spicy chicken i do like spicy chicken it could chicken. also be like a derogative a derogatory thing yeah though. just like just dumbass spicy chicken kind of a pisy one don't know what the fuck is going on but i do like to see it <laughs> uh all right so this one also 
Uh, fuck if I know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how you want to handle this, uh, 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 punctuation here, but I'll let you decide. <laughs> um, so, le- in this, in this equation, let, huh, be equivalent to question mark. Huh? 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 This? Huh? 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 Why don't you play cards according to common sense? Exclamation point, exclamation point, can be, ah, ah, ah. Wei Wushan simply wanted to pick up and give him a crate. <laughs> Wei Wushan simply wanted to roll a nat 20. <laughs> he wanted to just give him a nice little constructive criticism for his artwork. <laughs> Why don't you play cards according to common sense? <laughs> no, no unsolicited criticism, please. This is my first time doing this. Yeah. This is my first time playing cards. Um, and I personally think that they might have tried really hard, but this is out of character because Wei Wushan definitely would play cards without common sense. Um, he's played shuttlecock without common sense before, too. He counted all the way to, what was it, 3,000? Something like that. Skipping, like, 102 each time because he was trying to lie to children, so... <laughs> you ever just fun. lie to children you because it's funny to, to you? You ever just enlist your husband to help you lie to children and he totally does it? <laughs> anyway, um... <laughs> it's good and fun. Uh, that's a fun one. So this last one, uh, this one's gonna work a little bit differently because, uh, I got it from Wattpad. Okay. But the thing is, so first off, we've already talked about how Wattpad is a terrible website that's poorly designed, but, uh, one of the things about Wattpad that makes me want to die the most is that it doesn't let you just copy and paste shit. Oh, Jesus. Um, so what I had to do with this one and this one was from Burmese, which huh. was interesting. Um, and Google Translate, uh, at least in the uh, like engine that I was using on my phone, didn't have that as a language that you could translate from. Wow. So I had to find a different translator to okay. use this to get this one. So this one is from Burmese, and I had to make a screen cap of it, uh, <laughs> of the Wattpad uh, literature. So this is what I have, um, and it's, I have absolutely no idea what's happening in this one. Um, I don't know if this is supposed to be, like, a modern AU or what. I couldn't figure it out even when I was reading this last night. Wow. So, uh, just have have fun with this one. Just kind of go for it, I think. Be patient. Anyone who has ever had eye contact, in parentheses, very angry. No punctuation at the end of that. In a paragraph. Little by little, they came to the children's playground. You see a flute sitting on top of a playground. When they found them, they put a bell in the belt, and the man who had come down, just down, came out of the darkness. Sea choice. Interviewer? (laughs) What? (laughs) I really don't... Um, I mean, I'm sure the translation service really tried, but I don't understand that whatsoever. I'll tell you one thing. When I make eye contact, I am, parentheses, very angry. I hate doing it. I do hate to make eye contact. You're totally right and valid. This sounds like a fucking choose-your-own-adventure game. You (laughs) see a flute sitting on top of a playground. Turn to page 122. What do you do? What do you do? What, what would do? Then you go to the page and you put a bell in the belt and the man who had come down, just down, just down, comes out of the darkness. What? 
interviewer. I just, that my brain is not on the right wavelength to process that, I think. I think I'm really not an alien, so I can't <laughs> fucking read it or decipher it. Can I make one note? It, it, you did read it, Shizue's, but the way it's spelled is Shizue's, so. It is Shizue's. Whoever that is. Shizwee's. Uh, Shizwee's. Shiz- Shizwee's. That's my best friend, actually. That's my Shizwee's boy. <laughs> Everyone's favorite Shizwee's boy. My Shizwee's boy. My little man. My little man. Just a little man. Uh, good shit. I do love it. What an adventure you send us through every week, Roy. <laughs> what? It's an adventure that Google Translate and Friends sends us on every every week. That's... True. You know? And I, I will say, I'm a fan. I am a big fan. Uh, I'm also a big fan of taking questions. I do love to take a question. What kind of questions have we got today, Roy? Uh, well, first off, questions. Uh, if you got questions, you can send them to cloudrecessespod.tumblr.com yes. slash ask, or via Twitter at cloudrecess. You get one pod. Yeah. Uh, so we got one question on Twitter, and we'll start with that, and then we got quite a few from um, Mr. Mr. Tumbly. Um... So, you want to read these, or do you want me to? I will read them. All right. Give me here. I'm just getting my hair out of my face, because it's annoying the shit out of me. You are absolutely not allowed. If you want to get your hair out of your face, you got to put it in a cute little bun, like everybody in this show does. Well, I don't You got to put a stick there. A hairband. We don't like it. This question is from friend of the show, Ask Jovery, at Ask Jovery. What, in your correct takes opinion, is the peak WWX gremlin moment in the first five chapters? Please provide your working and justifications to this answer. It is deeply appreciated. Him, to me, it's him saying, I still want to find a good man. That was definitely the first thing that popped up into my head. <laughs> yes, he's really... Just he's the fact just that going he's whole hog with it. Yeah, he's leaning into it. He's going hog-fucking-wild. He's, he's very committed to the bit. He's living the bit. He's a method actor. <laughs> it is campy as fuck. He's not afraid to just mm-hmm. let these bitches know. Yeah. Jaffiel. Jaffiel me? So I think that was a definitely a good, a good, uh... Good hashtag messy, gremlin messy moment. boy moment. Messy gremlin moment. <laughs> just, how dare you? I'm trying to get that dick. Make it good. Make it good or I'll call the cops. Come the fuck on. Come the fuck on. So thank you for that. Yeah, appreciate. Uh, So now we're going to go over to Mr. Tumbles. All right. Captain Nocturnal Wanderlust said, Hi! I love the show. It's one of my few outlets for MDZS. Me too. <laughs> my question was, if the characters were to be transported into modern day and, we college, and were college students, what would their majors be and what type of student would they be? Wow. A bitch really loves AEs, if I'm being real. A bitch, um, we're about to out ourselves as having, as being the AU havers. We have 100% <laughs> AUs. Okay, so we have one AU in which Lan Wangji and Wei Wei Shan. Wei Wu. Wei Wu Shan. And Wei Wu Shan are Wei both Wei music Shan. majors. Uh, they're in Lan grad Wang school. Yeah. They're in grad school. Yeah, uh, Wei Wu Shan is, he wants to be a, con- uh, conductor. a conductor. And uh, Lan Zhan wants to be a composer. Yeah, a conductor and a composer working together. So that's nice. I like I like them being music majors. I can also see them as being in... Uh, medical care. I can see them just being in STEM yeah. in general. Mm-hmm. I think 
I think they would be in STEM. Either they would be in STEM or Wei Wuxian would drop out a year into a STEM degree and, like, go do his own thing. Because <laughs> uh, the pressure would get to be too much. But now I'm thinking about that too hard, so. Um, I feel like he's the type of bitch who could, like, he could major in anything and succeed at it. Yeah, it yeah. just, education in general just comes really easily to him. He's just he'd get in a lot of boy. trouble for other things, oh, yeah. but he'd have a really high GPA. Yeah. Because he's just good at that shit, mm-hmm. without even having to try, like Roy. Shut up. <laughs> Why? I'm not even, like, disparaging you. You're so weird. You're not weird. You're not Praising weird. me out loud. How dare just, you? He's just very good at the study. As good at... And, uh, you don't goof off half as much as he does, though. That's true. Uh, who else? Who the fuck else exists in this fucking series? Um, Zhang Cheng. Yeah, second leader, rude boy, Sandu Zhang Cheng, Zhang Wanyin. Zhang Cheng would want to be. <laughs> I think he would want to be. I want him to be a physical trainer. Oh my god, a personal trainer, Mister Mister Workout Boy. Mr. Workout Boy. Mr. Workout Boy. Or just, like, in control of something. Like, he could be, like, a kung fu instructor. <laughs> I love that. Hwaisong is an art major. That's obvious. Yeah, obviously. Very There's obvious. There's no other choice. Yeah. Either an art or a drama major. Yeah. You know. Yeah. He's doing his thing. He's doing his thing. He's um, just vibing. Um, Jin Xuan is a business major. Yeah. <laughs> He's a business major, but he also has a SoundCloud career. Yeah. He's a SoundCloud producer. That's just his side gig, though. Um, that's where his heart is. Um, Jiggy is a psychology major. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He'd be thinking. He'd be thinking. Bitches stay thinking. Bitches stay thinking. <laughs> um, wow. Bitches stay studying the human mind and understanding. Wow, her mind. Uh, wow, her mind. Um, whom? Anybody else you want to maybe touch on? Uh, Lan Shichen is already a professor, and oh, he's yeah. only like twenty six years old. Oh yeah, huh. oh yeah. He does. He gets the thing that I used to get when I was teaching, <laughs> when I was an adjunct, where he goes to the front of the class and sits at the teachers, and sits at the professor's computer, and all of the students are like, um, that's where the professor sits, and then he stands up and starts handing out a syllabus, and they're like, oops, oh my god. Oh, has that really happened to you? Yes, I've told that story like 500 times. Holy shit. God. Yeah, that was one of my first semesters teaching. Oh, Jesus. It was, it sure was a thing. Definitely a thing. Definitely was a thing, you know? Sometimes, sometimes. (laughs) Sometimes at pizza time. Sometimes at pizza time. Anyway. Shit. (laughs) Let's. I think that was that was all the principal characters. Sometimes it really do be pizza time. Sometimes it really do be pizza time. All right, one more question from Captain Nocturnal Wanderlust. Um, If noise is forbidden in the cloud recesses, do you think Lanjan has to gag Wei Ying when they have sex to keep him quiet? What are your thoughts of other forms of silencing? Um, I'm going to spoil it a little bit. They don't give a fuck about the quiet in the cloud recesses. <laughs> Wing has a mouth on him. He says, I was given a mouth and I'm going to use it. And that's exactly what he does. Brand. A lot of people like to experiment with them using like silencing charms and shit, but usually they really can't be asked. Like <laughs> it gets to the point. It's too spur of the moment. So the, the way it happens every single time, as far as I can tell is uh, they get into the Jingxi they finish their nightly, um, their other nightly non-sexual business, and Wei Wuxian, um proceeds to 
annoy, <laughs> annoy Lan Wangji to the point where he completely loses control of himself and ravishes pounces, Wei Wuxian yeah. like an animal. It's normal. So there's really no time for them to set up silencing charms. He just is, he's completely loses control mm-hmm. of his polite, um, of his polite upbringing. And it's just, it's gross. <laughs> It's normal. It's normal. It's normal. It's fine. It's normal. It's normal. It's regular. It's how you do. 100%. What can I say? So they don't care about that is the answer to that question. We had a bunch of questions, by the way. We did. This isn't really a question from Anonymous. Excuse me. Uh, This isn't really a question, but it's something you can expand upon if you wish. Okay. Since one of the Gusulan sect rules is no killing in the cloud recesses, imagine a modern AU where Shichun runs a vegetarian slash vegan cafe with a secret edibles menu. <laughs> His two partners help out with Ming Jui blending up green drinks and Ayao as the cashier waiter. Expand if you wish. Oh my god. Well, wow! <laughs> Shichun running a backdoor edible business is fucking amazing. You ask for the special CBD menu. Oh my god! I want the special relaxing menu, please. <laughs> the She's serenity like, menu. Oh, I got you, brother. <laughs> Holy fuck! Okay, I love that. Thank you it's so much. So good. That's beautiful. That's an awesome AU. Oh my um, god! I will be hashtag talking about that. <laughs> Anonymous said, "Not to be TMI, but I'm dissociating through period flu listening to your one episode of She's in Get iPad on repeat and looking at cute videos of bats. So, like, thanks. Yeah." Hell yeah. Aw, thank you so much, man. I'm glad that we can do, like, just a little bit of a thing to help you feel better. That makes yeah. me That makes me feel real good. I hope you feel a little bit better soon. Condolences, but also flex emoji, energy sword. It's it's Sunday, energy sword Sunday. Yeah, 100 emoji, B emoji. Fuck yeah. We got you, bro. Um, Anonymous asks, now this is a powerful one, are you ready? Uh, I hope I am. Anonymous I'll do said, my best. Is Shuiyang a twink? Yes, next question. The answer question. is, yeah, unequivocally, ne- yes, next question. Like, that's yes, not even... Yes, y'all sleeping on it. Y'all sleeping on it. He is a twink, he is a bottom, like, there's <laughs> nothing to be said about it. Yeah. I'm sorry, but if you disagree sorry with me... Sorry about it. If you disagree with me on the fact that Shuiyang is a twink bottom, you're so wrong, it's, yeah. like, laughable. I feel sorry for you. I feel genuinely sorry for you if you don't think that boy is a twink. Wow. I'm sorry. Next, moving on. <laughs> From our dear friends of the show, Ceramic Costumes, how well do you think this works as an introduction to WWX? Like, we get the rumor spiel followed immediately by the boy himself waking up. What's your take on that we narrative, that we narrative mechanic? (laughs) I just see we and I'm like, oh shit, there it is. A we narrative mechanic. I love it. Well, I love that. No, I really appreciated that. I made a couple notes of that. In fact, I really appreciated the way that she did that because it it drew you in a lot more successfully, I would say, than the typical, like, just him being there thing. Mm -hmm. Like, we we got an insight into a situation. We got an insight in how this kind of person would react to being thrust into a kind of situation like this, Mm -hmm. I guess. You know, I'm not... Articulating myself very well, but but yeah, and, Jaffe, yeah, and I already, you know, I already talked, I think, at enough length about uh, the fact that I think it works well from just like a mechanical craft uh, uh-huh. standpoint to introduce some themes and introduce how the POV is going to work. We love a theme. We love a theme. We love us a fucking theme. To oh, me. Hell yeah. You know MXTX loves her some goddamn themes as well. Oh, there's themes. So that is fun and sexy. Themes on 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 themes. 
Anyway, let's get into some housekeeping, because I think that's enough episode for... That's just about enough episode. So, Uh, did you know hmm? that if you throw treats into our mouth every month, we will vomit back up new treats out of our mouths for you? (laughs) We have a Patreon, folks. (laughs) And it's not nearly as gross as I just made it sound. That's good. (laughs) That's pretty good. Yeah, uh, patreon.com slash podrecesses, where for $1 a month you can be a disciple of the show. Get access to all our Patreon-exclusive bonus content, such as She's in Get iPad. Treats. Treats! I told you, it's treats. She's in Get Treats! She's in Get Treats! Uh, plus a special role in our Discord. Yeah. Get disciple status. Uh, for $5 a month you can be a sec leader of the show. Get all that, plus a more special role in our Discord channel, and a thank you shout-out on the show. Uh, plus, you can send us a quick little message for us to read. Double yay. Yay. Uh, and for $10 a month, you can be chief cultivator of the Pod Recesses world and get all that, plus an even more special role in our Discord. And you can send us requests for things to stream uh, or read. We just did our first live reading today. Yes, we did. After an hour of me fucking with my settings, uh, we finally got it to- Yeah, I had a cigarette and a bong rip. It was great. <laughs> It was good. And, uh, uh, by the way, uh, thank you to Morg and Chow for being our Jingyi and our Sichui. Yeah, thank you guys so much. Uh, we could not hear the soundboard clips as they were being played, but I'm sure y'all did a great job. Hell yeah. They, they did do a very good job. I can, uh, I can plug that because I did Can't have confirm. to listen to them to make the files. Many times. It'd be like that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, shout out also to our $5 sec leaders. Uh, you want to give the names this time? How about you do it? Our $5 sect leaders this month are Colin Arnold and Sarah McClintock. Uh, we, Sarah McClintock, thank you for supporting us. And a thank you to $10 chief cultivator of the show, Scout Shiro. Woo! That's my boy! Pew, 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 pew. Uh, and thank you to Noisepace.xyz for being our podcast network. Uh, check it out. You can find other very good podcasts, uh, such as... You can find Elite Full Restore. You can find Elite Full Restore. You can find some Jurgenit. You can find some Jurgenit. You can find some H-Kip. You can check out Fear Baiting. It's got funny Tiggy Sarah you on it. Ch- hell yeah. You can check out You can check out Radish. You can check out Picking Up Something Good. You can check out The Stick. You can check out... A- City Girls Make Do. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. You can check out a ton of stuff, and you love it. Um... Uh, thank you. So, Matt, thank you to sec leader Matt of the Noise Space XYZ podcast. Matt, talk to you. You are a real one. A real one. A real day one. A real day one kind My of motherfucker. Ones. Absolutely. Hell yeah. Uh, so, once again, I'm Roy. I'm on Twitter at SemperFunny and also at Yeeling Hypebeast, which is my uh, MXTX side blog. And I am Fallon, a.k.a. Uh, at America's Burden on Twitter and also at HimbaZongju, Z-O-N-G-Z-H-U. Which is my uh, MXTX side Twitter. Fuck yeah. So I don't have to flood my main with it, even though, you know, a little bit of it slips through the cracks. That's how it would be. That's how it would be. In this bitch of an earth. Uh, you can find Pod Recesses the us at cloudrecessespod.tumblr.com and on twitter.com slash cloudrecess. You get one pod. Uh, we're on all your podcast apps and the websites and stuff, so uh, go ahead, like, subscribe, comment, rate. We love to see it. We love to hear it. Yeah, let us know. We love the optics. We love to hear the people's voices. The you people. can also join our Dixcord. Dixcord! The link will be in the description. We always make sure to put it in there. We're very thorough. Love to do that. Uh, and you know what we say at the end of every episode, Ray? 
Semper goddamn bunny boy. Semper ding dang dong bunny. Semper ding dong a doonum bunny. Absolutely. Sempy bono. Man accused of Sempy bono. Man accused of Sempy bono. Peace <laughs> out, folks. Semper bunny, folks. Bye. Bye.